This is an episode on attractional churches. Oh, sorry, I spaced out. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. You know, when you're here, you're yeah. supposed to be with me. I'm right here with you. With, no, we don't know. But you got to be present. I'm present. No, not just Am I physically. Absent? I'm present. You were absent-minded. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm present. In, no, 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 no. You were not present-minded because I we said... Pre- I didn't say I was No, because we, we were going to start. I waited for you to do the intro, and then all of a sudden you realize... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude, that I'm a little distracted right now. Oh, what are you distracted? By oh, here we go. Yeah, I'm here sorry. That we there go. are some complicated issues uh-huh. in my life where I'm taking care of people who are in need yeah. and are suffering. Okay. I'm sorry that really? I really okay. Mm-hmm. Let me see your turn it around. What turn around your iPad? What were you working on? It what were you working matter. on? It doesn't matter. What, what are you on? talking about? What were we working on? Show yeah. me. Oh, why won't you show me? Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been uh, just kind of going down the rabbit hole on the mm. internet. Looking gotcha. At stuff. So, okay. Okay. So it had you know. nothing to do with your mom. It had nothing to do with nope. your family. No. Nope. It had everything to do with you being distracted. Yeah. Well, it's a, you know what? It's hard because I feel bad because you never do this. You never get distracted. You're never. always t- perfectly never. dialed in. I'm here. You're, you're I'm dialed in all day, yeah. every day. Mm. All day. I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Yeah. You're so dialed in. You're the perpetual Elder Candidate. That's how dialed in you are. Yeah. <sighs> well played. Dang, dude. You got to wrap that up. Well dude. Played. Cut that up. I know. Yeah. It's rest. It's, it's February. Well, when this thing comes out. Oh, wait, no. No, wait, it's February right now. Sh- even while we're yeah, recording. We, we are in February. Yeah, yep, yep, yeah. yep. I don't remember what day it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're here. All right. So, yeah, you need, <laughs> you need to wrap that up. <laughs> I'll, I'll just do it for you. No, no, stop it's it. It's fine. It's no, fine. No, stop it. I've been it. carrying no, you long enough. It's stop it. It's stop fine. It. I'm used to it now. It's okay. Stop You're not it. heavy. You're, no, no, you're my just, fofo. Just stop it. I'll send you the link. All right. Well, Jimmy and I were, were hanging out, and we yep. thought, uh, what are we going to talk about? Because <laughs> sometimes we have a plan, like we know yep. we're going to talk about chapter five in Gospel and Kingdom yep. by Goldsworthy. Um, and then, uh, but sometimes we don't, and we just decided last minute, let's talk about the attractional church. Let's do it. I like, I li- I like you the like church. You like the attractional church? Well, yeah. I mean, I like the church, and, um, you know, I don't know. What's, I mean, what's... I, there's some gimmicks that you like. You like the, the hazers and the lasers. We and... actually have. Right over there. Actual, Where's that fog machine? We have, we have a hazer here. Um, what I'll, happened to it? Oh, no, I got it. I'm not getting rid of it. Why? I want to use it. it. I want to use what? it, but not for worship, but I'm going to turn it on in here and see how smoky see how we can get, we get the room. Get it. No, so when, I, know how we, I know how to get this room smoky. Well, I want to get it even more smoky so that when, when Heidi walks in on a Sunday oh, morning, we don't. open this door <laughs> and the smoke pours out and she'll have a heart attack. Now, awesome. it, does it have something to do with your, you wanting to keep the hazer yeah. or the fog machine? Mm-hmm. Is the purpose behind it alongside why you told Elder Jeff? This is taking forever. I know, but you told him you wanted to keep some old robes for you and I. Oh yes, yes. So are they are they together? Is that is your plan? Is there something I, going I, we, on? We've got some stuff. We got some. I got no, some ideas. What do you got going got on? Why so th- this is this church building has been around since the fifties, and there the sanctuary used to be yellow and uh, gold. No, it's like yeah, it was like a yellow, gold, and brown. All right. Oh. So um, the robes that the choir used to wear are like a golden brown. Oh, a yellow, oh, a yellow, golden brown. Oh, super this ugly. This is magnificent. Yes, yes. So there's still those old robes down in the storage. Are we going to wear that at the conference? Well, uh, uh, just stay tuned. 
Just because uh, <laughs> uh, we've got them set apart. We, we got some robes. We got some robes I think for you gonna, and I. We're going to have some fun with it. All right. So, but we are talking about attractional churches. And obviously, back obviously. in the day, this was an attractional church because of the gold and the brown. I mean, come on, man. Wait, wait that's that what makes it attractional? loved gold and brown. Back in the day? In the 70s? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. Yeah. I wasn't alive. Nah, that's right. You were born in like 92 <laughs> or something. I forget. So, Not all of us are as old as you, Joe. Tell us how the 70s and the 1870s were. Uh, good facial hair. Good pogonotrophy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't know what that nope, is. Nope. Google it. Well, you can't spell it. So you can't, I can't, can't spell it. it. Can you spell it for me? Uh, yes, I can. But I'm not going to because mm. nobody cares. All right. So we want to talk about this idea of the church, the yep. local church, yep. an attractional church yep. versus an attractive church, maybe. Um, and all Attractional of that. versus attractive. Yeah, right? Okay. So, and some people actually do wind up taking making that kind of a distinction. Okay. Um, so when we're talking about an attractional church, Jimmy, yeah. what's, what are some things that come to your mind? Uh, some things that come to mind, I think, are showmanship. Yep. I mean, I think, is that fair to say, like yeah. that kind of production? And I'm not talking about like... Profession, I guess professional production is maybe the way I'm putting it. Yeah, but professionalism. I'm, I'm okay with people that want you know a higher standard. You know they want something a bit more proficient. I get that, but I'm talking about more that professional level of uh, everything is choreographed. That's probably the better way to put it. So professional choreographed to what end? Because so far, if you're only to saying- the end for the show, like to the end to to kind of. Uh, uh, entertainment. I think that's probably the better way. Okay, well, dang, that's kind of harsh, dude. You're just saying. Am I like, wrong? Well, I'm just saying, like you're you're saying, like, wow, man. If, no, if because church there, is there attractional. Some... They're just trying to entertain people. I think some are. Maybe they would say they are simply trying to attract people. Oh, is that it? But uh, what are you attract, attracting them to? To uh, well, they're attracting them with mm. their their professional output. Okay. For the mm. purpose of getting them to see and mm. hear the gospel, maybe that's what they would oh, say. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Don't you think? I mean, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to like best case scenario. Best case scenario. I think best that's what case they would scenario. Say. Uh, I could hear some people saying that. Yeah. So I think you're right. I, I think you're right that when we talk about an attractional church, yeah. we're talking about a church that puts together, and, and usually we're talking here about Sunday morning, right? We're talking yes. about the corporate worship, and so an attractional church is a church that seeks to be um, a, a an event or a gathering yeah. or, or whatever that is attractive to people based on uh, common and shared experiences yeah. or practices, things like that. Well, I mean, what do you think about the way Jared Wilson puts it? I think it's... Uh... Uh, he talks about it on a blog somewhere, and uh, yeah, we'll link to some Jared TGC Wilson stuff. stuff. I yeah. think it was TGC, but I think it had to, more to do with his book, uh, The Prodigal Church. Uh, he kind of talks about what attractional church is not, and he, well, what he, what he, what he's not meaning by attractional churches. So he's not talking about uh, like big mega churches, right. like the large, the large size. Because I think often, at least I, I was kind of reflecting on that. I'm like, okay, why is it that oftentimes I think of those yeah. churches as attractional? I think part of it is, and I think I'm not alone in this, it's easy for us to get defensive over the size of our church and to say, okay, mm-hmm. well, we're not growing because we're remaining faithful to the scriptures and we are not doing this overly productive, attractional uh, church model that they are. 
Yeah. Yeah. And when, when Wilson talks about it, he's talking about, you know, an attractional church. And this is, this is a judgment call. Mm-hmm. Um, he would say an attractional church is one that is following uh, consumerism yep. as a principle and, and pragmatism yep. and maybe even moralism as a, as a value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think that we could say that there are some churches that are intentionally attractional in different ways, right? They might even like that word attractional. So he's going at it at a more, in a more critical level, saying be careful of these attractional churches. Mm-hmm. But I just want everybody to recognize that people are going to use that word differently. And yeah, so some enough. people might have a, have a healthy church. They go, oh, well, we're, we're an attractional church, meaning what we do on Sunday morning, we want to do excellently in such a way that people like want to come and check it out. And I'm okay with the excellency aspects. I think we often, we're, we're about that too. We're not like, we're not overly excellent. Like we're not overly critical of that, but we do want to do things well. Yeah. Right. Um, but when we, when we say excellent, we, it's usually prefaced by party time. No. <laughs> Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that's good job. We well, did. well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I'm actually impressed with that. Just so that's you know. Good, that's a good callback. Um, okay, so let's let's just say uh, on on when we're talking about attractional churches, yeah. the the kind that concern us are those churches that are putting on a show yes. to gather as many people as possible yes. at the expense of preaching the gospel clearly yes. and making disciples, right? I think that's fair. That, that's, I think that's a really good way to put that. That's what right? we're concerned with. That is what we're concerned we're with. We're not concerned with people who put on a, a, a high caliber, no. uh, even quote, performance when it comes to music. No, no. I'm now, not, it may I'm not be our thing. I don't like a big show. No. Um, well, because you're you're small. I'm I'm, I'm small show. <laughs> the big show would dwarf you even more. Oh my gosh, they call me the small show. <laughs> they don't even call you yeah, that. Yeah, they do. They um they call me the halftime show. Not even that. No, That's too big for you. Pre show. Pre show. Not even that. No, okay, I don't know. What I am. No show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, oh, we suck. We just high fived. No one could see. Well, you <laughs> started it though. I high fived you out of mercy. Okay, so. Uh, so let's just talk about like what's happening. Like, let, let me talk about this. Right. I, I, we're just we're just thinking out loud here. So the attractional churches that we are concerned with are those churches that uh, put on a big show to attract people at yeah. the expense of being clear about the gospel yeah. and at the expense of really making proper disciples. Um, it's about more about gathering than it is edifying. Uh, I like that in general. So um, now does so, that, so when you're saying that the gathering, so it's more about uh, filling the pews. Is that what you're kind of talking about? Then filling their hearts. Oh! <laughs> but is that, but I'm saying, is yeah. that what you're really kind of focused on? It's a numerical, it's, it's how many, how many, uh, people can I get in the seat rather than, uh, how many lives can be changed? I yeah, mean, but maybe, the, maybe they think they're both synonymous. See, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like that's our assessment of some yes. of these churches. Yes. I don't think there are hardly any churches. There's probably some. I don't think there are very many churches out there that would say like, "Oh man, we just want to get people in here. We don't care if they're not transformed." Everybody, you know what? Fair enough. You're they right. All want You're their, right. Stephen Furtick. Like we make fun of Stephen Furtick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now here's the truth. Um, Stephen Furtick is a mm. dynamic communicator. Absolutely. He's got a great body. 
Um, and okay. wait, what? what? I don't know where you were going with what? that. I was I with say? you about communication. Yeah, was he was gonna... a great. He's a great communicator. Yes, fantastic. And yes. his pecs no, are looking really God. good right now. He has great pecs. <laughs> he used to be a skinny little guy, <laughs> and now understand. now what? he's all. So wait, are you trying to say the eight... attractional church model has to have an attractive pastor? You will never. Well, I wouldn't it. say he's attractive. Well, he you looks just, like somebody you, shaved dude, a gorilla. You're here talking you're about like, his pecs. Yeah, yeah. So. So he's a great communicator, mm-hmm. um, and and he. But I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind that Stephen Furtick really does want people to know Jesus, to love Jesus. I think that's so to fair. Follow yeah. Jesus. He really wants that. I I I'm, I think a lot of us in our hearts are like really critical, and I'm including myself in that. Right. So I, that's a really good word. Because yeah, I mean, listen, I I think the guy has some bad theology, and I yep. think a lot of what he preaches is off the mark, and I and I think it's even dangerous at times. Yep. But um, I, in terms of his heart and his motives, uh, I, I, I would have to say I, I genuinely believe that um, he does love God and he does love people and he mm-hmm. wants to see people impacted and changed. Yep. So um, we're, we, we recognize that people in more attractional churches um, may not see the dangers. And just because a church is big, just because a church does things well, doesn't mean it's attractional in a negative sense or in a bad sense. The, again, the issue is, is are they... Are they driving to attract people based on what they do at the expense of the gospel or making disciples? That's yeah, for the us. Expense what of them. what they proclaim. Yeah. So, um, what about what what things like let's when you when I think about attractional churches, I think about t-shirt uh, cannons. Okay, well, I don't know of a church that actually does t-shirt cannons, but uh, I'm googling. Okay, do that, and because uh, <laughs> what, what's that conference? <laughs> Exponential. They do the T-shirt cannons and all that stuff. I, I, oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's exponential. I don't know, man. I didn't like youth group when uh, when I got converted at uh, eighteen, nineteen, and I, I went to a couple youth groups. Uh, I don't like. I don't want to go to a conference where they're treating me like a youth group either. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right. So when I think, but when I think about the um, uh, attractional, that's the word I'm looking for. The attractional churches. Uh, I do think of the band. I think of the lights. I think of the hazers and the lasers. Yep. I think of of charismatic, and I don't mean that in a theological sense. I think of the charismatic speaker. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I can't find any any video anything about a church using church with a t-shirt, t-shirt cannon. Yep. So t-shirt cannons of Dort. Keep going. <laughs> so you think of the uh, hazers, lasers? Yeah, that's what I think of. And then, and I make fun of that stuff all the time, like the hazers and the lasers. Yeah, because we don't do it. That's but why. no, no, no. But here's the thing: if 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 Okay, so Ryan Hughley's planting a church in Salt Lake City. Yep, yep. Right, it's called like 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 Mountain Line, Mountain uh, Mount Ridge Ridge Time. No, I think Valley View, Valley Valley Ridge. It's called Ridge Rid- of the Valley. Rid- Rhino Line, Rhino Liner, Rhino Liner. Okay, so Ryan Hughley's planting Rhino Liner Church or something like that in Utah. Now we love Ryan and his team, and mm-hmm. they're going to plant an amazing church. We genuinely believe that. We pray for them all the time. Yeah, I was actually about to text Tyler. They're doing a different topic. So. uh if they decided, and they they definitely have more of a rocky vibe um, when it comes to their worship. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's very good. I love very it. very good worship. And um, so, if they started filling their sanctuary space with smoke or fog, and had all kinds of dynamic lights, personally, I'd be like, eh, like why? But I know that that would not be at the expense of preaching the gospel. No, so very I good would, communicator. I wouldn't. Uh, Great pecs. So I don't care. Yeah, he does. He has pecs too. 
Maybe that's what we're missing. That's, what we're that's missing. why our church isn't growing as fast as all those other churches, man. We got no packs. We got man boobs. Paul Maxwell, we need you. <laughs> Theo fit. Yeah, we're, we're, we're too Theo fat over here. So um, I don't. I don't really like. I think that stuff is potentially distracting. Distractive. But if the gospel is clear, if they're making this up, yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah, care. Yeah. I just, I'll make fun of it because they're my friend and I'm still going to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. The real concern is with what we leave out. That's my main concern. Or sometimes what we're putting in that shouldn't be in there. So right? let's talk about what's being left out. So you already talked about possibly the gospel, right? I think of another aspect of it is accountability. Yeah. Uh, and and I again, I could be wrong in that, but I think that uh, one of the aspects of the of the church is to be edifying, to make disciples as disciples, as you were talking about. And I think for some, if if if, if Wilson is right that one of the marks of an attractional church is consumerism, yeah, then you uh, as a seller do not want to alienate your buyer. Yeah, your customer base. That's it. And so part of that then is is catering to their needs. Uh, and which would not include calling them out for their sin. Yeah, you don't want to step on their toes, man. Yeah. You want to you want to give them some slippers to wear, and make that's them comfortable. It. Yep. Yeah, I think that's really good. The the accountability for the people, which means, and and even Wilson talks about this in one of his articles, that and oftentimes in the attractional churches, there's no really meaningful membership because of yeah. that. Right. It's just hey, come and enjoy and consume. I like how we're really referencing Wilson, and we won't have him on our show. We'll have him on our show. He's just got to drive up here. I ain't going to him. We ain't no, going to him. we're not going down there. We're not going to you. It's our podcast. It's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear that, Stetzer? Hey, it's our podcast. <laughs> so I would say um, that that's, a, that's actually a, a really good point. Um, and, I, and I think that the, the thing that's missing in – let's put it this way. One of the things that's always missing – in attractional churches yeah. is expository preaching that points to Christ. And I want to say it that way. Okay. As opposed to moralistic, like yeah. therapeutic jargon. Well, yeah, there's that. So, but there's, a, but there's a more moralistic therapeutic deism. Okay. But, but there's, a, there's something in between. Okay. All right. All so right, you've, got right. the, you've got the moralistic therapeutic deism mm-hmm. of Joel Osteen. Okay. And then you've got the ex, exegetical, expository, Christ centered preaching of Joe Freakin' Thorne. Well, uh, well, okay. Yeah. Of Legan Duncan? Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Of I'll go Duncan. with that one. All right. But then you have other guys, and I'm not going to mention any names, but there but, are popular. Uh, preachers out there mm-hmm. who have like big ministries and radio programs and all that stuff and they are known as bible teachers bible preachers because they're always in scripture and they're always unpacking and explaining but oftentimes and like a couple that I'm thinking of specifically they don't really get to Christ they will preach for 45 minutes yeah. on how to fix your marriage out of a text of scripture or how to pray or fast or how to do whatever and they'll unpack the scripture but they never actually bring you back to the gospel and back to Jesus yeah and so that, there's no fallen condition focus yes. that brings you to the hope of the gospel right right it's just more about here's what you can do to do better try yeah. harder try so harder, yep. it is a kind of moralistic uh, approach mm-hmm. but it is still rooted in the scripture which makes it even more dangerous because moralistic yeah. uh, advice isn't very compelling to me uh, but but boy when you can when you can try to show that it's in the word, boy, people put more value in it then. Oh, absolutely. And, the, and it teaches them the wrong way to interpret scripture. So th- that's something that I see missing is ex- exegetical expository working from the passage, making it plain to the people and pointing them 
to Jesus. I think another thing that is possibly missing or potentially missing is shepherding. And I know that goes alongside with the accountability, but I think there's another aspect of that where if the board is just a corporate board, a business board, uh, rather than how do we, as you mentioned from the start, make disciples as disciples, then um, I think there's there's a leadership vacuum yeah. that uh, that potentially can arise yep. uh, in the in that the people need right the people need true shepherds to care for their souls to be praying for them to be encouraging them to be challenging them uh, and to be loving them in such a way that glorifies God yeah yeah that's really good um, I think that the the we have to say this on the other end because we mentioned this at the front end the danger of the kinds of attractional churches that we're talking about is oh, that's good yeah is significant yeah but um we are not saying that the church shouldn't be attractive we yeah. aren't and we think a healthy church will be attractive to a number of people in different ways now they're going, what are they going to find attractive? Well, maybe they'll find your building attractive. That's not a sin. Yeah, but not That's ours. Not a problem. Yeah, not, not no, our no, not ours. Uh, I'll tell you this. I went and uh, preached over at Tom's church. Yeah. That journey, what they call them, uh, kingdom kids. That ministry is amazing over there. Yeah. Because they're at that. They're at the uh, Children's Museum. Oh, my. My Perfect. kids are like, my kids are like, hey, we're going back there. I'm like, no, we're going back to Redeemer. They're like. All right. Like, <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah, they got a good setup. So, and that had nothing to do with Pat. That was that was a tractional church for them. Yeah, right. They, they were into it. So it, people will be attracted to your church for different reasons. Yeah. Sometimes it will be, wow, they, they find the speaker to be dynamic or yep. it communicates with them. Yep. So they're attracted to the, the preacher. Or maybe it is the building they're initially Maybe like, wow, it is the beautiful. worship. Maybe it is the children's ministry. Maybe right. it's the youth ministry. That's all fine. And all maybe there things. are even even deeper things. Maybe it's like, wow, those people genuinely love each other. Yeah, the environment or, there is so, compelling. Yeah, the culture. Yep. There's a lot of things that should that that either could be attractive, attractive to somebody or even should be. We should be attractive to the world around us because we love and forgive one another and yeah. serve one another. So attractive is good. It's not bad. It's 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 what are we putting our money into? What are we putting ourselves out there for? What are what is our emphasis? And are those things that we are we putting our hope in being attractive? Yeah. Or are we attractive because our hope is in Christ? Like I think that's the difference. Why are you taking pictures? Nothing. I'm just taking a picture of you to post online. Okay. All right. This is weird. Because <laughs> I just made an awesome point, and you didn't notice because you were taking your picture. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, it was a fantastic well, you point. Know what? Nobody else noticed it either because they were all distracted by you taking a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what we want to say is, like, listen, let's let's be a people who love Christ, love the church, yes. and have churches that, that are attractive um, to people for the right reasons and the right ways. Um, but let's be careful not to... Um, to follow the worldly model of of consumerism yeah. and materialism, um, I like I like worship to be a certain way, yeah. and um, it, it, it isn't necessarily the way that we do it here. I mean, there are, I have preference preferential issues that if I were designing my own like personal take on what corporate worship would look like, it might be a little bit different. Yeah, what we do here is biblical Same. and good. And so I don't have any complaints. I think it's ideal for the congregation that we have and the mm-hmm. city that we're in. Um, and so I, I definitely want to 
I want our worship to be done in such a way that it makes sense to people is what I'm trying to say. No, and I agree. And I, I absolutely agree with that. I think one of the, the last thing I kind of want to touch on is you talked about, we're talking about, uh, attractional versus attractive. Yeah. And you kind of gave the idea of attractive, but what about <clears throat> how I'm trying to word it in, a, in the right way. My concern at times is people, at least cause I think of me in this way, People begin to look down on how others do it and call them attractional because they themselves are not attractive. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you an ugly church. Yeah, you're ugly. And so you hate. (laughs) Your mama said you ugly. What? What? You ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I... There is there is jealousy. That is what that is. That's That's what I'm trying to get. There's a jealousy there. And so if, if the church is not growing... I, I do think you have to kind of consider, okay, what's going on? What is happening? Sometimes just the season, that's just the will of God, and hey, it's the will of God. But there are other things that, like you mentioned there, and I think that's really good, is uh, how you do things are not clear to those around you. Yeah. You know, One of the things for Michelle, and I know I've talked about this a lot, but uh, we found Redeemer very attractive. When we were up in Canada and for like seven months, we were looking at other everything churches. looks good when you're coming out of Canada. <laughs> for crying out Except loud. the healthcare in the US. Oh, Anyways, please. oh, talk to any Canadian, they hate their healthcare up in Canada. Oh, any so, Canadian? I'll go, okay, I'll ask Michelle. Everybody, I know several people in Canada, hey, Canadians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, now here, you're right about one thing. It takes forever for non, uh, what they call, what do they call, non like non urgent issues. Yeah, that, and that's debatable. No, um, no, it's not debatable. I've yeah, lived is. there for 10 years. No, what I'm saying is it's debatable in what, what we might consider to be urgent and what they consider to be urgent. Fair enough. Okay. And so, yeah, I know, but Joe, just because you want a nose job now, you're not going to... My you, nose is good, man. My nose is on uh, point. It is not for Tikian. It is not for Tikian. You've got a cartoon nose. Look at your nose. Man. I know my nose, my nose is big. My no- I can it's take off big. half my nose and give it to you, and it's still bigger than what you've got. Listen, I'm, all I'm saying is, is that... Uh, your nose Canada, is too small for your Canada head. isn't your, good much. Your nose is too small for Why your face. Why are you beating me? I'm trying to beat up on Canada. Why don't you have my back right now? No, because I got Canada's back. Why? Because I love them. I love Canada. Oh my gosh. I love Canada. All right, let's just wrap this up. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. No, what I wanted to talk about is if your church is not growing, you need to kind of look at it and see what is it. Because what Joe had mentioned, which right, is right. good, is that people need to understand why you do what you do. And that was one of the things we loved oh, yeah, and right. found uh, really attractive about Redeemer was their statement of faith, why they do what they do, the preaching, and uh, and their philosophy of ministry here. Even the music, like the style of music that we do, we do that because it makes sense to our culture. Yes. So we sing hymns, classic hymns, yep. and we sing modern hymns and songs, and we present those in a way that makes sense to people in this culture day and age. Yeah. Uh, now, what is weird about our church, what is esoteric, right, are those things that are clear in Scripture. The gospel is weird uh, you yep. know, to non-Christians. Yep. Uh, the fact that we're standing and singing in general might be weird. Uh, the fact that we're praying, responsive readings, like all yep. of these things that we're doing in Scripture— but um, but how we do them—that's it. That makes sense to people, and it doesn't it doesn't alienate them. So, but I, I like your, your the point that you started with, Jimmy. It was really good. Is that a lot of us have this um, spirit of of jealousy? Yeah, and especially hey hey reform guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you for hitting them. Hey hey reform guys. Sometimes your your small no grow church. Um, 
isn't small and no growing because you're faithful. Sometimes it's small and it's not growing because you're actually not reaching out to people. Yeah. Or when you do it, you're weird and you alienate people, not with the gospel. Yeah. Quit giving them tracks. So, well, you can give them a track. It just depends on what track and how nah, you give it to no them. No tracks. No tracks. All depends. No tracks. Quit going door to door. No, well, uh, I, would, I would encourage in this context, don't go door to door. People <laughs> around here do not like that. But what I would say, so here's the thing. Like a lot, and there's a, there's a great book, um, uh, Outgrowing the Ingrown Church. Oh, good. Yeah. It's a that's really a good. good book. Yep. So we'll, we'll have that in the show notes. Um, what other books would we recommend? All right, so well, let me make this point, and then we'll All get right, to the books. Uh, a lot of he, this guy would say, "Listen, sometimes the church that is more ingrown and isn't growing, isn't doing outreach, isn't experiencing the numerical growth that it could and should experience, they will begin to look at other churches that are big and are growing, and they will focus on those churches' perceived or real faults and say, see." They're growing by the for the wrong reasons. Yeah. We're not growing for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that maybe not. No. Maybe not. Maybe no. you should stop playing the victim card and recognize where you need to change. Victim. All right. So some books that we want to encourage you guys to get. I'm just going to throw it out there since I already talked about it. Outgrowing the Ingrown Church. Yep. I think it's Calvin Miller or something like that. But it'll be in the, in the show notes. It'll be notes. show notes. Uh, I'm thinking The Church by uh, Edmund Clowney. 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 Get me to the Clowney. Um, one that I haven't read though, that I have sitting here on my, on my table that I want to read is the church of Christ by James Bannerman. Mm -hmm. Uh, that looks good. Now, Joe, I know you have one more, uh, recommendation. Stop it. No, you got one more. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I mean, it's so prominent. It's right behind you over your right shoulder. It's a book that you love. Is it white? Uh, it's got white letters. Oh, you're talking about the doctrine book. No, no, I'm not. That's black. It's that's, about Vintage Church? That's it. There you go. Yeah. So tell us all about Vintage Church. Right. And you're, Listen, you're... I've got a lot of books. <laughs> i got a lot of books. And so you're focusing on the ones that aren't... Uh... <laughs> I see Vintage Church over there. Yeah, and... it's a, it's a white book. <laughs> no. See? See, it's got like a gold cover. Kind of like your church back in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, it's gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a gold... Dust jacket on it. All right, no, I'm not recommending Vintage You don't want to recommend that? Why not? No, no. It's been it. impactful for Stop. you. No, it hasn't. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You look so upset. I'm not upset. <laughs> you can website.com oh there you can sign up for the email blast you can hit up the store and you can contact us fresh pod every monday and thursday blog posts on wednesdays video content on fridays vintage church later